1: The 2023 NBA Draft is just a day away, so today on the Board YouTube channel, we're going to be previewing the action and going through the top 14 picks. Where are these lottery prospects going to end up? Let's get right into it. If you enjoy this video and get any value out of it, please make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the board for more content like this or follow on your favorite podcast platform as well. We have Pips in here once again and what we're going to do for the video, I'm going to present him my lottery mock draft and he is going to react to it, say if he agrees or disagrees with the pick. So let's get right into it. First of all, let's not dwell on this one. The first pick is going to be Victor Yama. No need to even have a discussion about it. It is locked in. I you actually hit the first pitch of the Yankees game yesterday and they introduced him as the person who's going to be drafted first at the NBA draft. So, yeah, he's going number 1. Let's go to number 2. Uh I actually have Brandon Miller. Sorry. I've Brandon Miller going in the 2 spot here. Sorry, I had it out of order, but Brandon Miller. Last night, Scoot Henderson was the overwhelming favorite. Now Brandon Miller is at like minus 500 to go number 2. I don't agree with this pick, but it certainly seems as though Brandon Miller is the favorite here and that the hornets are going to go this way pips what are your thoughts on that
0: yeah i agree with you probably going with bender miller uh, with hornets are probably going with bender miller but i don't agree with that at all i think most of the drafts without victor Mimbenema will have would have Scoot henderson going as the number one in like a lock for number one yeah and hornets as a disaster of our organization as they are for so many years i think i'm not I'm not doubting that they could pick Brandon Miller over him, and I would also argue they are. People are saying they are choosing the fit with Lamella Ball, and I would say I don't see a problem with Scott Henderson playing next to the Lamella Ball. I think their fit is almost the same as Brandon Miller, because Lamelo is just a shot, high clip three-point shooter, and in today's NBA, two great ball handlers can can work together very well.
1: I agree. I think their styles are different enough. I think you get the ball out of LaMelo's hands a bit. And I think this is certainly a case we made that Scoot is could be the better long-term player over LaMelo yeah. ball. So, yeah. this one I don't necessarily high agree ceiling. with, but I high think... Higher
0: ceiling, yeah. Yeah. High, high ceiling than Brandon Miller, for sure. I think maybe you are not taking as much risk with Brandon Miller. He'll probably be the starter in, throughout the entire NBA career. One way upside as a as a star, but I don't think it's even close to Scoot Henderson uh, upside.
1: So, yeah. And that's, that's not to disrespect Brandon Miller. He's a great player. We just would prefer Scoot Henderson, but Portland will be very happy to either take Scoot Henderson at the three or maybe trade this pick. But we spoke about Scoot, Brandon Miller, Scoot's got to go number three. If he doesn't go number two, where it can kind of get interesting in the draft is if we're in the four spot here, where I'm going to have Eamon Thompson I think if we spoke about this off camera, but if Scoot goes number two, I think there is a viable chance Eamon Thompson goes three. But because Brandon Miller likely is going to go two, I've Eamon Thompson at the four. Pips, you're a Rockets fan. How would you feel to have Eamon Thompson coming to Houston?
0: I think with Eamon Thompson, we get a bit light version of Scoot. Great, great uh, athlete very Ama- amazing athlete. athlete yeah amazing athlete and i the thing i love about him is his vision his shot creation his feel for the game especially on the offensive side where he just hit every right right pass i'll say great inside finishing but also great ball handling for his size he's he's huge that's that's a great thing for mm-hmm. for, for for this and but i have a huge concern it's not even close to. Everyone is concerned with Scoot Henderson shooting, but Amen is like five times worse than Scoot Henderson. His yeah. form is completely broken, looking terrible, and that's my biggest concern. But everything else outside the shooting is looking great, and he has the sides to. He has the size to maybe maneuver up around it and score inside on smaller guys. But yeah, he needs to improve his. Shot, but I love him as a Houston Rockets.
1: Yeah, fan. the size, the ball handling, and the athleticism—like you can't teach this athleticism. But maybe you can teach the shooting. Maybe you can teach some other stuff along the way. This is the type of player you bet on in the NBA draft. So we'll continue on number five. This, the odds on this one have shifted overnight. Jerris Walker is now favored to go here, but I'm going to stick to Cam Whitmore going to the Detroit Pistons. I like the fit a little bit better. Uh, a very wide. Small forward, really good score, solid defender. There's a lot to like about Cam Whitmore in this position that I think Detroit are going to go with. How do you feel about that?
0: I'm not completely so that he will go as the fifth because I am between him and Elzar Thompson, uh, the other team. But uh, I'm completely in love with Cam. I think he's probably one of the best talents in this. He's the youngest player. He's not even 19 yet. He'll be 19 probably around summer league. He is very explosive, very athletic, two-way player, huge scoring upside. Unbelievably strong for this, yeah. with this young player. He's finishing through contact easily. And he's shooting 40% in you shoot. So very strong very good driver two-way player shooting 40 percent on catch and shoot just unbelievable upside and yeah the only thing concerns about me about him is very tunnel vision and ball handling like similar to Jalen Brown type but if you compare him with Jalen Brown he's looking like a very better prospect and that's a bit of telling
1: yeah and, and I think it makes sense because there already are two great ball handlers here in Kate Cunningham and and uh Jaden Ivey So that's why I think they go Cam Whitmore instead, but because he's going to be available at six, I have Osar Thompson going to the Orlando Magic, not as great of an athlete as uh, Eamon Thompson as his twin brother. He's a little bit wider, but still a phenomenal athlete. Uh, And this is just why he's going to end up a little bit lower in the draft. But I think Orlando are a team that can firmly bet on a player with this level of athleticism and just see how far that can take him. And you just mentioned Osar potentially going fifth, so I'm sure you like this one at six as well.
0: Yeah, I think the difference between him and the brother is the, the A man is a better shot creator and better on ball. And his brother is a bit, he has a better uh, shooting form and is a better shooter than his. That's the biggest difference. And of course, I'm leaning into A being a better player, but Osar seems very promising. And I saw some. A lot of draft analysts I I, I I like and I follow for years on Twitter, being very high on him. So, yeah, there is there is that.
1: I think the seven through ten is going to be very very tough to yeah. predict. I think Indiana in the 7th spot can go a lot of different ways. I am going to say Taylor Hendricks is the best one for them to take at number seven. The reason being. Finally, they can get some size with an actual power forward in this spot. And what's great about Taylor Hendricks is that he moves very well and he can shoot the ball extremely well. So I just think it's going to be a great player to pair with a team that you're likely going to be building around Tyrese Halliburton going forward. Jerris Walker is also available here in my mock, and I think that's also a great pick. But I think Taylor Hendricks and the upside, given from the shooting and athleticism, is something the Pacers should consider.
0: So with him, I just underlined it uppercase. Great defense, great timing, great blocking, great rotation, great switching, everything great on defense, and then you have good shooting. I'll say ultimate role player starter for yeah. entire career. You are safe with him for many, many years, and there is huge upsides on, all, on everything, defense and, 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 and scoring. I'm The only thing I'm concerned about him is 44% on layups, which is kind of weird for his size. So there is that, but other than that, he's
1: great, 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 great. Yeah. Let's move to pick number eight. This is a player I can see going, to be honest, as high as five. I could see Orlando wanting to take him at six as well, but uh, if he is available at eight, which I have him, Anthony Black to the Washington Wizards, it's going to be a new look Wizards team. And I think this is somebody you can build around for the future. Fantastic athlete, great ball handler, big point guard, six foot seven. And just a phenomenal defender one of the best defenders in the class not just because he's big but he moves his feet so well for his size jump shot needs a little bit more consistency but there are signs that it's going to be there Uh, i'm a massive massive fan of anthony black and i think he's going to be a really good player and the wizards should snap him up here but with the wizards management i have no idea do you like anthony black in this spot so i just
0: wrote a very athletic george Gillet and yeah his defense is probably one of the best in in the in the draft mm-hmm. his shooting is probably one of the worst in the draft <laughs> i don't see the upside for now i just saw him like wide o- so i will watch a lot of his shots and i think i think i saw like 15 wide open looks where he airballs and throw a huge brick and he's not leaving the floor and he shoots no upper movement so uh, very 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 long way for him to become a great shooter, but high basketball IQ, very good defensive player, very good pick and roll player, very good inside finishing. So everything besides shooting is there, and yeah, for for being eight pick, I think that's that's a great pick.
1: And we'll move to Especially number nine. For so we'll move to number nine here. This is the favorite to go fifth. I have him at number nine. I can see him going seven. I could see him going five as well, but uh, gonna go with Jarris Walker in this position here. Um, lots to like about his size. He can play as a power forward. That's what he's listed as. He also is big enough and a good enough defender to play as a center, as a small ball center, which could be intriguing for the Utah Jazz in this position, but the size athleticism once again we keep talking about it, but this is what teams are looking for efficiency could stand to clean up quite a bit but overall i think jarris walker is a great fit here at number nine how do you feel about his position
0: yeah all all you said is
1: is, is i agree with that's um, that's best player available yeah. if he's available yeah. at nine yeah that's
0: like great size great defense very strong very subtle, good offensive rebound can improve as a shooter Looking great for, for especially from the corners and can play five, uh, five at small ball, especially with the second unit. So very versatile player. So I like him a lot. And I don't think he he can you can miss with him. You know what exactly what you're getting with him, and you are getting an NBA ready
1: player for from the Agreed. So let's move to pick number 10. Don't know if he's quite NBA ready, but Dallas desperately need a center for their team. And they could find maybe one for a long-term role here. Derek Lively going number 10 to the Dallas Mavericks. You know, just a rim running center. Maybe a player that's going a little bit out of fashion here. Needs to be a bit more astute offensively, but works well in the pick and roll. Is a good playmaker from this position. And the biggest draw is that he is an outstanding defender. Very, very good rim protector. Very good playmaker. I think he'd fit really well with the likes of Luka Doncic on this team. Give him a good pick and roll partner if the finishing does get even better this is a player that i think has a long-term future uh in the center spot being a starting nba center
0: i think he lost a lot of uh, his numbers because duke they weren't running a many pick and rolls he was mostly set in the dunker spot but he was great in dunker spot and when they did run pick and roll he was great catching the lobs and great vertical uh yeah and defensive end, great rim protection, great uh, timing, can be caught a bit out of position, and that's the issue. But he's very young, and for centers to be, yeah, he will improve, especially and getting to play pick and rolls with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Well, maybe, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, maybe Kyrie Irving, but especially we'll Luka Doncic will be like he'll make like the, the same thing with when James Harden make Capella look like godlike yeah yeah yeah. and does the thing here and uh, he has the great upside he's a great passer out of short roll and he catches the ball and the player gets up up front great at hitting the corners and wide open shooters so we'll love him uh with Luca and Dallas Marcus
1: yeah just one more thing on lively didn't have a good didn't shoot well in college did have some signs in high school being able to shoot the three. So it'll be interesting if that ever progresses at the NBA level, but if it doesn't, I still think he has a successful career ahead. Moving on to number 11. uh, If Orlando don't take him here, I think the Raptors take him at 13, but I'm going to go Grady Dick, a very dynamic player, but the best three point shooter in this draft, certainly off the catch and shoot. One of the best movement shooters in the draft as well, along with Jordan Hawkins, but Grady Dick, I mean, it's not just a shooting, like he's the best shooter in this class, but he is very, very smart at using his shooting gravity. He can pump, take one dribble, shoot mid-range. He can pump, take a step to the side and still hit a three. He's a great player in transition, good playmaker, fine defender. Um, to be honest, I think 11 might be a little low for him, but Orlando, I think to fit here, a shooter with Franz Wagner, Paolo Banchero to space the floor a little bit more this is a really really good player to put at the two spot for those guys yeah I
0: have great dick uh I have two things right down for him uh taller look Kennard, and a bit smaller Lowry Marker. that's the like, yeah I middle like that ground, yeah i for him best shooter as you said in the in the draft probably the best shooter overall best off ball shooter overall movement shooter overall when, t- when players in the college got to him and started defending him a bit better, he showed that he can cut a lot uh, very efficiently inside. The thing with him is my biggest concern is he's a pretty much con on defense. Slow movement, wow. uh, slow feet, uh, very slim, uh, no strength. So, yeah, it will be tough to, to defend with him. But on the other side,
1: he's just shooting lights out and great shooter. So he's amazing in transition as well. Not just shooting, but he is amazing in transition. Yeah. He's uh, just cutting to the rim, just firing from three. Like if you leave this guy open in transition, he will, he will bury you. Uh, He's a, he's a, he's a talented player. I think Orlando fits really well with him. Let's move to pick number 12. This is a very OKC-like pick, but with so many draft picks and so many young players, I think they can take a real shot on this one and go with Bilal Koulibaly in this spot. This is also one I think Masai Ujiri in the Raptors would have a look at as well. But super raw. He played, was a teammate of, of Victor Mbanyamba, and his performances in the playoffs were very impressive, which has kind of put him up the draft boards a little bit. There was an ESPN mock that had him going number nine, which shifted odds too far on him. Uh, his over-under is 11 and a half. I think if you can get a close or better than positive odds on him to go over 11 and a half, that's worth taking, but super raw, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, athletic two-way player, can't shoot, but handles the ball decently well, solid playmaker. He's just an extremely raw player, but such a great athlete that I think this is one that Oklahoma City will will just take a shot on. But Koulibaly, I think, can fall out of the lottery as well. Very, very wide range of outcomes for him. But what were your thoughts on Koulibaly when you d- dove in on him? Yeah, it's
0: kind of weird to have him this high. But I I, I, I can see it if anyone wants to gamble on, on his raw talent. Because I think he, he, out of all these guys we mentioned, he's by far the most, but most far away from yeah. being NBA ready. Very raw, uh, great defense, great athletic. Great athlete, good inside finishing, especially out of transition. But kind of questionable shooting and decision making. He is mm-hmm. the player that will just run through to everyone. But, but he's young and raw, so that that's easy to improve. Yeah. Especially if he gets picked in a, in a good organization and good coaches. I also think the thing with him, he could possibly grow more, and that could help him a ton. The same thing as the Yanis came to the league when he his growth helped him a lot. And I see him as a bit smaller Yanis in yeah. the way he, he's playing. But that's the issue. <laughs> he's doing everything as Yanis, but very uh, smaller. A lot, a lot smaller. So I, I hope he can grow and that will help him tremendously in, in, his, in his career. And that's very possible.
1: Yeah, his way of playing right now is very improvised. Uh, He just kind of runs, and then when a player hits him, then he tries to figure out how to score, which leads to some uh, inefficient finishing when there's players near him. But uh, just the athletic ability here I think would be intriguing. This is the type of guy that Oklahoma City have uh, wanted to gamble on in recent times. And I think that with their team in place here, this is a good opportunity for them to gamble on a player with high upside but let's go to my toronto raptors here this is who i would love if they were able to find in this spot and it looks like he's going to be available here if they want him it looked like a couple weeks so he would not be available at 13 but now i think he will be Cason wallace out of kentucky six four point guard the best perimeter defender in this draft runs the offense pretty well um just, I mean, I spoke about the defense. Don't need to go any further. He's the best perimeter defender in this in this class. He handles the ball well. He can initiate the offense, showing some decent sh- decent signs to being able to shoot jump shots as well. Has a three-ball game. Could work on finishing uh, around the rim a little bit better, but overall, his yeah. size, this makes sense for a Raptors team, especially after Trent just picked up his option. Not sure they're going to afford Van Vliet. This could be your point guard of the future
0: yeah i i agree on this one i have him uh, defense
1: very drew very drew alive defense yeah he's drew holiday he's exactly like drew holiday
0: yeah yeah so uh the thing i wrote about him and when i was watching him i have a, I had actually him in top 10 uh, at, when i did some some watching of him and his defense just unbelievable and he was just instantly make, make impact and that's the thing with the size of and the way the Toronto Raptors were playing he fits their great. so I hope he's available for you guys when you get there he's, he's good, good shooting form so he can improve as a shooter very very very, very steady and uh, good shooting form especially on catch and shoot uh good uh good signs of shooting with out out of dribble handoffs and uh, in the pick and roll when mid-range when deep uh, the big is in drop coverage he can he can punish it from from the mid-range decent playmaking and yeah overall pretty good pick to get in the low lottery for for toronto Raptors.
1: for sure for sure would love this one i also would like at 13 as well If they did go this way, the pick that I have going 14 to the New Orleans Pelicans, that is Kobe Bufkin, absolutely soared up draft boards in the last uh, few months because second half of the season, he was a 50, 40, 90 player at Michigan handles the ball extremely, extremely well. He's six foot five, big for the position, good playmaker, works well in the pick and roll, can finish on all three levels, a ton, a ton, a ton to like about Kobe Bufkin. And there's a reason a lot of people are so high on him. I could see him going even higher up this list. I could see OKC wanting to take him. I could see Orlando wanting to take him as well. But I think the Pelicans would be happy to have him here. What are your thoughts on that one?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, like, Gamato quickly writing all over him. And, uh, yeah, I think he has the great, great, great upside. Mm -hmm. And if he just, if his shooting can just go levels up, and and kind of go up even better than he was and we saw so many players with the, this kind of potential go and be even better shooters in, in the nba more than more dynamic and yeah with 14 pink getting this kind of potential is is crazy and everyone should be very happy to get him at like 13 14 and 15 spots
1: yeah, agreed. And I think if he falls to 17, which is the max he'd go, the Lakers would absolutely snap him yeah, in that position. Sure. Uh, just some honorable mentions here of guys who could sneak into the lottery as well. I think Jalen hood Shafino has lottery considerations, big point guard, pick and roll specialist, but not much else. Uh, Jordan Hawkins, the best movement shooter in this draft. So if you're looking for a role player, he is going to be a great role player. Just is so good off of movement, like getting himself open, off of dribble handoffs excellent excellent shooter also have nick smith jr high upside from athletics but had a very poor season statistically and Keontae george a big time shot maker who needs a little bit of improvement in finishing and rim pressure but big time shot maker who has uh, a three level scoring upside that many teams could bet on as well so that is it from our mock draft here that is a top 14 picks predicted as of wednesday morning i feel pretty good about this one hoping for myself Case and Wallace goes. Uh, at to the Raptors in that spot. Any predictions for you for the Houston Rockets? Let's say Thompson does go a little bit early. Is he your favorite person to go to the Rockets? Who, who do you want the most?
0: Oh, that, that's... I would like to trade. Uh, if Scoot if, if is not available and Amen is not available, I would like to look trade. what... We, yeah, trade and look what we can get for, for anything, for the fourth pick, and maybe even trade someone from, from, from the team. Yeah, I, I don't... No, but I like if you can get screwed with any trade without without including of Shangun or Jalen Green, I'm down for it, mm-hmm. even including 20 and 4th and some player, Amen is the second pick and probably the most likely. And if you don't get
1: these two, I don't know, I'll look to trade something for, 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 for this. All right. So it's some interesting insight there. We'll see how the draft does go tomorrow. I'll be streaming for the top 10 picks live on the Hammer HQ. Hope to see you there. But if you enjoyed this one, please make sure to hit that like button or rate and review five stars. Subscribe to the board on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. I'm sure me and Pips will be back very soon for some more NBA coverage here on the board.